Welcome to Beyond the Knife, a bariatric surgery podcast from Perth Obesity Solutions. Join Dr. Siva Sundarajan, one of Perth's leading weight loss surgeons, and his team as we explore all aspects of your weight loss journey from where to start to maintaining your long-term success. Hello, this is Evelyn Timms from Magic Studios and we're here for Dr. Siva Sundarajan's podcast, Perth Obesity Solutions. I'm very excited because today we have a wonderful um, guest called John Walker, who has actually gone through the whole process with Dr. Siva Sundarajan himself. So I'd love to know a little bit more about yourself. How are you going, John? Yeah, I'm going really well. Yeah. <laughs> excited so. to be on the podcast? Yeah, excited a little bit. Yeah, Nervous, but yeah always. Going to get into some real intimate <laughs> questions along, along this process. So I hope you're prepared. Okay. <laughs> so just tell us um, a little bit about yourself, really. Uh, well, so I work in uh, health in uh, operating theatres. I'm an anaesthetic technician. Um, I've been doing that now for over oh, 14 years. Uh, so it's been really good to me. I'm uh, married with uh, three three young kids. Two Aww. of them, two of them now teenagers. So, oh gosh, that's so, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then moves fast. It's, 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 a, it's a handful. They've gone I from little, little kids to moody teenagers. Oh so, gosh, yeah. yep, yep, yep. Um, I suppose I was always um, sporty when I was younger. Love loved my rugby. Um, used to love my beer. No. Oh. Um, <laughs> used to. Used to. Used to. Mm. Yep. Um, and yes, I think when I stopped. Playing sport, that was when I started gaining weight. I wasn't doing the physical activity, but... So what made you stop the sport? Uh, work. Um, basically, rugby's a rough sport. Mm. Uh, I had a couple of injuries, um, and uh, one of the last games I ever played, one of my teammates broke his arm quite badly, and it was that day when I decided, yeah, I can't, I can't really take the risk of getting injured mm. um, because I'm the main breadwinner winner for my family, yeah, yeah. so... So you, you found yourself starting to put on weight. Is it something that you were realising was happening or it was a gradual process or? I've always been a big boy. Um, I always sort of buried my head in the sand about it. It wasn't until I hit almost 40 mm. that um, I really started thinking about it. I always, always uh, did crash diets and stuff like that. And So that lose, was something that you were doing a lot in your life was crash diets and stuff like yeah, that. I'd, yeah, I'd... Uh, I'd try a diet fad and lose a bit of weight mm. and then it would come back on. So it was always up and down, up and down, up and down. So when did you realise that it was going? It was a real issue, your weight? Um, well, with, with my work background, um, we got a lot of big people come through. So seeing all the kind of medical issues um, and strain it puts on the medical industry, mm. big people coming through, um, it was always in the back of my head. But I think it was a conversation with my uh, GP um, about my blood pressure Ooh. and uh, it was through the roof. I was in the uh, doctor's surgery and he got to the point where he said, no, you got to sit down, don't do anything because this is a, a dangerous, dangerous level. And that kind of got me panicking and, and then he sat down and he said, um, we can, uh, you know, you, you're almost 40. If you don't lose the weight now, you're never going to lose it because your metabolism's slowing down. Yeah, of course. So it gave me a lot to think about. I did bury my head in the sand again, um, but it was... Um, yeah, I think it was one day I was in the garden weeding and I was, it wasn't really a hot day, but I was huffing and puffing and mm. 
my knees were getting sore and I just thought, nah, this is, this is ridiculous. So, and it would have been hard with kids as well to hard, try and keep up with Hard them with and, kids. Yeah. And my dad's a big guy as well. Yep. So I didn't want my kids to um, sort of be embarrassed about me as, as well. You know, they're coming up to that age where their friends are coming over and, you know, yep. I'd rather them go, hey, this is my dad rather than oh, this, is, this is my dad. Kind of thing. Yeah, so, so that was, was a real concern for you as well. As, as well as um, my kids play sports, so wanting to keep up with them and go swimming with them. I was always, you know, watching from the sideline or didn't want to take my clothes off to go in the pool. So yeah. it was, yep, yeah. Yep. And you mentioned that your father was a big guy as well. My, so is that something you were seeing reflected in your kids, maybe in their habits and things like that? It was one thing that I wanted to change. I didn't want my kids to have to go through that. I think I well, I had some bad eating habits when I was younger, which has um, transitioned over into mm. my adult life. So it's it's been a whole life thing for me. The only thing that saved me, as I said, from when I was younger, was I played a lot of lot of sports, a lot of rugby. So, yeah, and of course, as you stopped, it, as, yeah. as I stopped, it just it ballooned out of control. And I yeah, I was drinking obscene amounts of beer, <laughs> as you do when you're younger. As, years, as you do, I think, because maybe. you know Australian mm. uh, culture. Mm. It's you know, oh, you knock off work, let's have a beer, or you going out with your mates, let's have a beer, or yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it was from those sporting days, you know, um, out out with the guys after a game of rugby. It's oh, let's have a few beers. So yeah, so that's part of that mentality and that culture, that, as you that say, mentality, and that, that culture. Yeah, mm. exactly. Yeah. Did you have any other health problems that came up? Um, you know, things like diabetes or arthritis. I was lucky. Um, as I said, working in the medical profession, mm. uh, it was in the back of my mind that, yeah, I'm knocking on the door of diabetes. Um, I didn't have sleep apnea, but uh, I couldn't sleep on my back because I did snore. Uh, and I found I was, because I wasn't getting that good quality sleep, I was always um, tired during the day, obviously, because I wasn't getting that quality sleep. And as I mentioned before, my blood pressure was through the through roof. Through the roof, yeah. Yeah, because it was one of the methods I did try to lose weight was a drug called uh, Duramine. Yep, I'm familiar with it. Yeah, but um, I couldn't, I couldn't get it because of my blood pressure. That's yep. that's how I ended up in that situation with the GP. I wanted to uh, get some more Duramine to try and lose some weight, and he's gone no <laughs> way, sunshine. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it was quite serious. Had you? I mean, do you have anything like diabetes in your family history, anything like that, or is that something that came up with your GP? That that. No, there is. There's nothing like that. It's just. It's just my knowledge of mm. um, of health um, and you know seeing seeing what people go through and then seeing people who are younger than me and not as big as me and they've got all these problems and I'm I'm just going well I'm just a ticking time bomb waiting to happen yeah exactly so, so then, you could see it yeah yeah so I could see what was happening but it was just a case of um, I suppose addict mentality you've got to um, acknowledge the problems there and and want to fix it rather than bury your head in the sand. Mm. Which Absolutely. is where I was for years. Yeah, and we so. do tend to do that. It's a habit almost to bury yourself in, as you say, bury your head in the sand. That becomes part of the process almost. Yeah. Mm. So what you, you mentioned you did some crash diets and things like that. And at the point where you kind of decided this was it, that you needed to make a life change, were there other methods that you did try before having surgery? And sorry, what sort of success rates did you have or how were you feeling about them? Oh, I'd, I'd, done the, um, I'd done the dieting. My wife started meal prepping for me. Um, but it came to the um, stage where it was I needed to do something uh, more drastic um, to uh, almost force me to change my lifestyle because um, I'd, I did have the um, a conversation with my GP about um, drinking beer uh, and uh, 
definitions of being an alcoholic were different. He was saying, oh, yes. you know, the amount you're drinking, yeah. you're, you're an alcoholic. And I said, well, yes and no. Um, if you're going on quantities, maybe, but I can take it or leave it. But it's just, you know, I'm social and, mm. you know, I'd, I'd have a couple of beers a couple of beers a day or, you know, two, two or six. Uh, that was a bad habit. So it was something that I needed to. Um, yeah, it's a fine line between what, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And also if just not being aware of what I'm, what I'm eating. Um, my, you know, you prepare the meal for the kids and prepare a meal for us and I'd snack on what the kids were eating and then oh, no. me and the wife would have our dinner and it's, yeah. yeah, I mean, it was just. And of course, if you're out drinking and things like that, you'd probably be snacking on things when you're out there yeah. and yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, yeah. not eating a lot during the day mm. and eating a massive amount at yeah. night. That was my issue. And then beer. Yeah. And the beer, and yeah, the beer. yeah, yeah, the beer. yeah. Beer makes you fat. Uh, yeah, I mean it's full of carbs and yeah, all the rest of yeah. it. So yeah, absolutely. Um, so when you sort of got to that process, you you said you needed to do something drastic. You tried a lot of different types of diets and things yep. like that. What was it that made you choose weight loss surgery? Uh, well, it was um, my GP suggested it, and um, I went home and talked to my wife about it, and she'd she'd had a couple of friends who'd gone through the same thing and it had um, been successful for them. So we had that conversation. I was still a bit apprehensive about it because I'd heard some, you know, uh, oh, what if I get loose skin or I'd yeah. heard about, you know, certain side effects. I like my food. Uh, you know, how, how's it going to uh, affect, affect me? Affect appetite um, and things like yeah, that. But how, yeah, but how's it going to affect my mental health mm. and, and things like that? Um, so I sort of sat on it for about a year and then I started having conversations with Siva when i decided I just wanted to know more about it and yeah as I say it was that day I remember the the light bulb moment I was in my front garden weeding and I'm I'm like 41 years old of age and I'm huffing and puffing just pulling weeds out the garden I get up my knees are cracking and I'm I mean, I was just, I was just sore, and I said, I feel like an eighty-year-old man. This is ridiculous. And you said you were, you were forty. Is that correct? I was, yeah, yeah. I was forty, forty-one. So yep. yeah, because it's two years today since I had the surgery. So okay, and I'm forty-four that, that's, now. Yeah, so, right. Yeah. So what, if you don't mind me asking, what was your starting weight before you went on this um, surgery journey? The highest I was, I think, um, one hundred and sixty-seven kilos. And do you mind me asking what you are now? Around about ninety three, and you've been able to maintain that over those two years. I'm still then? losing yeah. weight. Oh, amazing! Yeah. Oh, congratulations! Yeah. That's it. Must be a very good feeling. It is. It is. Yep. It's. Um. I'm just waiting for it to yeah balance out because when I first had it, they said, oh, you'll you lose weight for eighteen months, and then um, you'll get a little bit lower than where you'll end up, and then by the two year point, you might put on a few kilos, and that's where you'll sort of plateau. But I've been just sort of still. It's very slow now, but. Um, but it's still happening, which it's, is it's yeah. still happening. It won't the, the scales won't move for for weeks and weeks, and then one week I'll just there's a kilo gone. That's and incredible. Just, That's a yeah, yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. I mean, and in that time you're you're doing all the good habits that you sort of implemented, which we'll talk about. I'm yep. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you, we'll talk about this in a moment because that really interests me. How we lapse into things, or if you've had any sort of lapses right. through your process. But what I'm really interested in, what I'm sure our interests listeners are interested in, is to tell us more about the recovery period after surgery and how okay. that works. So that was two years ago, you said? Two years today, I actually had surgery, yeah. And you waited a year to have it. So this was something you thought about for a long time. It was about a year from mm. making the decision um, to actually, yeah, going through the, the whole process to getting to surgery day. Okay, so what was the recovery like after? 
The recovery um, was a little, it's the first maybe week, um, it was a bit tender, um, you know, bending down, standing up. Um, after the first week, you know, the, the, the cup, bit of the pain subsided when I, when I moved. When I was lying down, I was quite comfortable. It was you actually on... less painful than I expected. Um, so it was, And you had pain relief and things I had, like that? I had that. pain yeah, relief, yeah. yeah. It was just all oral pain yep. relief after um, the initial surgery, uh, which, which managed it well. I was, you know, it was uncomfortable, um, but it wasn't painful. It was yep. more so the, um, in the, the keyhole yeah. incision yep. sites on my skin that was sore. Uh, the one in the bigger one in particular was, you know, was the uncomfortable one. Mm. Um, yeah. And after about two, I went back to work in after two weeks. So. That and was, how were you feeling going back to work? Then? I found the, it, it was good. I found the first couple of months because my calorie intake had dramatically reduced mm. because there is a, a diet that you have to go on post-surgery transitioning from clear fluids back to solid foods, which takes, you know, it's different for everybody. Yep. It can take up to about eight weeks. Um, so I found that the reduction in my calories and the fact that my body was healing, I was getting very tired very quickly mm. um, because I think all my all my calories that I was consuming, my body was using to Straight repair away. itself. Yeah, of course. Uh, so yeah, I did find myself, yeah, it took a couple of months to feel. Were there any sort of um, things that you were taking to perhaps help with the energy? Uh, I was taking, um, I was, the dietitian got me to take uh, multivitamins yep. and um, so I did uh, have high calorie things. So if I was on puddings, I'd have, my wife bought me, I remember these cream caramel things, which were full of sugar, <laughs> but it's a little yep. hundred mil thing. So mm. I was just trying to get those, yep. you know, those kind of caram- calories into you to, to help with some with, of the, with the yeah, energy. energy. Yeah, because yep, yep, yep. in those early days, it's, you're very limited to what you can eat. And yeah, and you do need that energy, obviously, if you're going back to work and things like that. that. That's right, yeah, because yeah, you need you need you need the energy to uh, to function. And as I said, while the, while the body was healing, uh, I, I felt I believe that all my calories were going to repair rather than function. yeah to function. Yeah, yep, that's it. Which is probably why a lot of people do need more than two weeks, perhaps, to go back to work or things like that. I think like it that. depends on what you do for work. I, I mean, I don't have a overly physical job. Uh, you know, if I was a tradie and I was getting up and down ladders, completely and that, different story. I would, I would mm. say it'd be a bit longer, maybe three weeks. Yeah. Yeah, but it all de- it depends on the individual. You know. Of my, course, that's my wife that's says it, I'm a yeah. bit of a sook. So, <laughs> I, yeah. Man flu, what? <laughs> yeah, man flu. So yeah, she said yeah, yeah. Dude, that's not pain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's our prerogative as women, that's, I think. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So, but I mean, it was it was it was it was manageable. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah that's really good to hear. And to get back to work after two weeks, that's that's a very positive. I think that gives a lot of people hope as well to know that they may not necessarily have a, a large recovery time, that it's something that I, maybe I mean, they can return. I know people who have uh, gone back after a week. Oh, wow. Um, okay. To yep. work, but, you know, they're sitting in an office behind mm. a computer, so... Um, they're not, you know. I mean, I'm when I say I don't have a phys- physical job, I am walking around and lifting things. Mm. But uh, you know, if I was sitting behind a desk in a computer, I probably could have gone back to work within a week. And is that something that you had decided, or is that something that was spoken with in conjunction with Dr. Siva or with a GP? Uh, no, I, Dr. Siva, he was. He said I'd need about two weeks, yep. uh, maybe more. Um, I think I had two weeks worth of. Uh, 
personal leave owing to me. I didn't want to eat into my annual leave, yes. so I was pretty determined. No, this is two weeks on that. <laughs> but so. see, that shows mental health as yeah. well. Like if you have that attitude, I feel your body does heal faster. It, it does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's really yeah. good to know. So, yeah, getting that mental health and, and all that. So can I ask a little bit about um, how your mental health was during that period? During the period before or after the surgery? Well, let's say, was there any difference between before and after for the way that your attitude was? Um, I, th- I think it was just instantly started seeing um, weight loss. So um, instant, you know, my confidence confidence went up and then there was more, you know, positive vibes. And I was thinking, oh, what, what's it going to be like in the future? Because I think two weeks, in the two weeks leading up to the surgery, I think I lost 10 kilos just oh, amazing. on the uh, diet yeah, that you have fantastic. to do. So there's a, uh, you can't, you can only eat certain things mm. and it's the OptiFast shakes. And gotcha. Yep. Things. So I lost 10 kilos on that. And then just, yeah, just seeing the weight coming off and, you know, putting on a t-shirt that I'd always worn and it was just falling off of me. And so it was those positive things that kept me going. And then... Yeah. And I think that takes off some of the pressure mentally on the surgery itself. I mean, obviously the surgery is there to help with that yep. journey, but even just losing weight beforehand is going to sort of prep you for that mentally as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's just keeping those positive vibes and, uh, you know, trying to essentially reset, mm. reset my life. That's it. That's, yeah. That's what it was All about. Of that. It's because it's not, it's, it's about, um, you know, it's, I've, I've, I've found it's a tool. It's not, it's not a cure because, um, you know, people who have had this surgery do put it back on. Mm. Um, it's more so of, um, a lifeline to reset your life and force yourself to make these changes that you wouldn't have done before and sticking with it. Yeah. So a lot of it comes down to mental, um, you know, your mental capacity yeah. to do that, staying positive, um, trying to t- make a positive out of everything. Yeah, that's so, amazing. That's exactly yeah. the attitude. And and as you say, it's not a cure. And I, I know that we've discussed this with Dr. Siva as well. You still have to have um, that mental attitude and that belief and to do all those steps that are being um, recommended by GP and Dr. Siva and that to really get the most out of the surgery itself. Yeah. So... What are the things that you do now that you were not able to do before? Um, I get out the um, riding bike with the kids. Um, you know, I, I mean, we we went down to Bustleton uh, the last, not the school holidays before, and um, we did the Bustleton jetty again, which is I think it's almost it's a mile long yeah. jetty. Yeah, it's and like the I remember what, the, the longest <coughs> one in the Southern Hemisphere or something. Yeah. yeah so I remember um, about three or four years ago we walked that. And it was, for me, it was yeah. just living hell to torture because, you know, it was, feet were sore, huffing and puffing and that. But um, this time we did it and it was easy. It was beautiful. It was just no, yeah. no effort. So we do go out, where's family hiking, stuff like that. And um, I do first day for my son's football team. And I've noticed now that it's, if a kid go out there and a kid gets hurt, it's not, oh, hang on a second. Is there a first aider for your first aid guy? Because I'm feel like I'm going to keel over yeah, from running yeah, there. Yeah, it's, yes, like, it's, yep. it's, it's not a problem now. So Oh, gosh, um, and that feeling must be just incredible. And Yeah, and I don't have aches and pains in my feet and my knees anymore, which was which was an issue. Mm. You know, I was going up and down a set of stairs. It was like, oh, my knees are so sore. So you're feeling real um, strain on your joints, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and, and more, more energy. So it's just, yeah, life's more active now rather than, uh, you know, sitting at home. Drinking beer, 
<laughs> always an improvement, uh, right? <laughs> it, you know, yeah, we, we go out, you know, go, in summer we try to go to the beach yeah. in the mornings and, yeah, so we've done hikes. So there's a, this is a bit of a sensitive question, but I know that our listeners are really interested in, in, in this in their life and it's not something that they may necessarily feel comfortable asking. So you talked about sort of activities and changes from before and after. Mm-hmm. Has there been, um, how, how has losing weight um, changed your sexual activity, for example, or how quickly were you able to resume it after the weight loss surgery? Uh, I mean, after resuming sexual activities it was when my body felt fine you know a couple of weeks uh the difference is is much improved um obviously it's um as a big guy i was always having um impotence issues so um you know it wouldn't might it wouldn't work when i I wanted it to work sometimes i just couldn't be bothered um you know you've you know to have a good sex life you've got to be um reasonably fit um, so yeah, more, more fitness levels, you know, better mm. fitness levels now. So I've, I've found that, um, you know, all my issues I had before, um, they, they've, they've gone. That's amazing. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then obviously I don't have that little, I don't really have a pouch there, but, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, little guy was always yeah. hiding away, but it's, um, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's great. So again, it's 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 everything about the confidence, the way you feel about yourself, the way your body's now able to um, just function on every level is yep. yeah. I mean, I, I did um, you know when I, my wife wanted to get intimate, there was that thing in the back of my head thinking, mm. oh god, what if what if it doesn't what if it doesn't work again, kind of thing. So it would kind of it would kind of put me off off it a bit. Absolutely. But now I now I don't you don't know, even think about now, it. Now That's my wife great. just needs to wink at me. And yep. it's, <laughs> we're good. You know, so. So that, that's a recommendation in it's, itself. It's, 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 you know, yeah, any, any guys yeah. that have got, um, you know, issues with, with that, like, it's, it's probably re- related to your weight unless you've got some other medical issues that are going on. Yeah, so. absolutely. And yeah. I'm, I imagine your wife, as you said, she was meal prepping for you. So she's been very supportive, very supportive. of you throughout the whole process. Yep. Yeah, she's been that's very amazing. Supportive. She even did the, um, she's, when I was prepping for the surgery, she did the diet with me she That's ate incredible. what I ate yep. and then um, after they, she even stopped alcohol as well with uh, with me um, and then after the surgery she was trying to follow my diet as much mm. as possible after the first few weeks when I got back onto sort of more solid foods but uh, it's been very she's been very supportive oh, that's amazing that's exactly what you want you, you need <laughs> yeah. a support network out there yeah absolutely and certainly the person that you're sharing even a living space with, with is quite crucial yes, I would imagine yes, yeah 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 absolutely look some some people you mentioned loose skin so some people are quite bothered by um, this idea that that is something that will affect them mm-hmm. is this something that has that did affect you or what steps did you take to minimize that I remember you mentioning it briefly at the beginning yeah no I'm one of the lucky ones I yeah. think I haven't don't have any real loose skin issues. I've got a tiny little bit, but nothing that bothers me. Yep. Um, I mean, I, I started doing a bit more um, rowing and uh, walking and that. So, I mean, that, that always helps. But I think the loose skin is depends on the individual, what, what where you carry all your yep. uh, weight, uh, what your body shape's like and that. So it's... Uh, is this something that can be, and perhaps you can't answer this question, but is it something that can be predicted in the sense that if you do know like genetics or body weight, is that something that can, was discussed with Dr. Siva? Uh, briefly, I remember talking about it. He said that uh, he had a lot of patients who'd had, you know, about a year or two after had some 
skin removal surgery. Um, so it was talked about. He said, um, I can't remember. There was a cream he said to use and just being, you know, being physical. Yeah. Because uh, you, you will lose muscle mass. So it's the keys. Try not to lose that muscle mass. And, yep. Staying really and active and staying, exercising. Staying active. Mm. Um, with with loose skin, I can see people beforehand uh, and just looking at them, and I'll, I could I'll, I'll I can know pretty much straight away whether they're going to have loose skin. Oh, or not. really? Just okay. from where they carry their weight. Yep, I yep. mean, if you saw photos of me, I carried my weight sort of everywhere. No one can believe that I was up near 167 kilos. Um, so, yeah, I said I've been I've been lucky, but um, the, the, there are people that I've looked at and I've gone, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have a lot of loose yeah, right. loose skin. Okay, that's um yeah, it's something definitely that I might bring up with Dr. Sivra then yeah. to see, um, because as you say, you 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 feel it or you sense it or you realise it based on where they carry weight. So that, that I, might I don't be... I don't know how I know it's it, it might be just with um, a bit of my medical background mm. that I've got or um, you know just I just don't know, but I've, I've just got <laughs> I've just got that you've I got can, that sixth sense. I've got that sixth sense. I can tell if someone's going to have yeah right skin problems or not. Did you have any um, other, let's say, so you didn't have problems with loose skin, but were there any other side effects from surgery that you did experience and how did you deal with that? So the only real issue I've had is um, a bit of reflux. Oh, right. Acid reflux. So I just take a um, esomeprazole once a day and that fixes it. Is that a, is that a common side effect to have that? I, I believe it is. Um Purely, uh, the way I understand it is, I think you know because they're taking away a lot of your stomach. Your stomach's still trying to produce the same amount of acid, so it um, it you know it makes that yes, same amount. Yep, so yep, yep. You, you do get that that reflux. It does go away. It has it has gotten better, but at this stage, I'm still taking a anti reflux. So you've tablet. been taking that for two years. Two, then is two that years, correct? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Have you looked at any other alternatives that might um, help with that, or was anything recommended to you? Uh, no, I mean it's it's one one little pill yep. in the morning, and it fixes fixes the problem. Fixes the problem. Yep. Uh, so it's it's not really an issue. I mean, I can now go if I forget to take it, I could probably go a couple of days before I, I start going. Oh, I've got a bit of got a bit of heartburn here. Gotcha. Got to feel that acid building up. So. Um, yeah, I think I still need it, but uh, as far as side effects goes, it's very, very insignificant. Yes, yep, yeah, and certainly isn't affecting um, your daily routine per se. No, no, it doesn't affect it at all, unless, I, as I said, I go two days without it and then I start getting a bit refluxy. Yep, yep. Yeah. We mentioned the support of your wife, but were there any um, family or friends that were perhaps not supportive in some way, or was it? did you have to avoid certain groups because of the drinking? No. No, there was no negativity. Um, I did avoid a couple of times early on going out, um, just purely because Understandable. they were, get, we're, get, we're get, going to the pub for a meal. So I'm mm. like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to go out to the pub. And you know, at that point, I um, I hadn't had any beer. I'd had a, I think, I think about eight weeks after surgery, I had a glass of wine. Yeah, so your first glass of wine. I think it was wine. Yeah. Yeah. Or it might have been whiskey. Oh. <laughs> so memorable. Yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, I, I don't drink beer anymore mm. purely because um, I don't really like the taste of it anymore. Gotcha. And so, I found okay. it was too, um, those early days, because I liked all your really hoppy beers, mm-hmm. and I just found that was just a killer for the reflux, as well as being carbonated. 
And because and you're having that negative side effect, it also, your brain triggers and goes, oh, no, I don't want that anymore. Yeah, yeah. but it, it was amazing, just something that I felt like, you know, I, I really enjoyed. I look forward to that beer in the day. And then I, so after about eight weeks of not having one, I, I sort of tasted it. And I went, oh, God, I, this, I don't... People like forget how much is habit rather than actually enjoyment. It's something that we get used to yep. when we get into that zone. So knowing that you can break those habits, yep. that's really crucial and, and important to realize that we are not necessarily doing without because a lot of people think, oh, I'm not going to be able to do that and I'm going to be able to do that. The truth is maybe you won't want to anyway after that time well, that, period. That's it. That's it. Yeah. It's all about, as I said, it's all about changing, changing your mindset. I mean, I still have a drink now, but I, I drink uh, scotch and uh, dry ginger zero. Um, so drinks of choice now. That's, yep, that's yep. my that's my drink of choice now, and you know, so I don't avoid anything anymore. But early days, yeah, I didn't want to be going out to the pub uh, with a, for a meal. Yeah, going going out going out drinking. And how have your children appreciated this change? Um, they've they've been positive. Um, they you know they do things with me now and. You know, it's, Dad, could we do this? Dad, could we do yeah. that? So, yeah, whereas before it was like, no, I'll just leave you yeah. alone. Yeah, so thing. it's a so big difference. So it allows it you is, to connect in a different way. It does, yeah, it does. I mean, one of my kids is, well, two of them are probably old old enough to realise what I've done, but the younger one just goes, oh, you're not fat dad anymore. No. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah so. so it kind of, yeah. In- yeah. And how does that make you feel? Oh, it, make, it makes me feel good. Yeah. It makes me feel good. <laughs> I, I don't like looking at old photos. We yeah. broke out the old wedding album Oof, yesterday because it yep. was our 18 year wedding anniversary, and they were horrible photos. Oh, I, so maybe you have to do re- <laughs> renew yeah, vows or that, something. That's like, what vows, my wife said. Vows, that 20 yeah. years, we'll get the um, get the photos redone. Oh, do a photo. Be shoot. nice. Yeah, yeah lovely. So, yeah, that's something the, to look forward to. Yeah, beautiful. I look at the old photos and say, "Was that? No, that's not me." But it was. Yeah. And. This is like I mean, there's so much positive stuff that you've you've shared with us today, and it's I think it's really exciting for our listeners to know that you've had such a positive journey. While there are lots of people that are considering surgery, I know that there are still many that hesitate. Certainly, Dr. Siver has mentioned it. What is your advice to them for those people that I mean, as you said, it took you a year to kind of get to this to the point where you took the surgery, yep. what advice would you maybe even give yourself knowing now what it's been like or, you know, give advice to other people? Uh, well, I mean, my only regret is not doing it years ago. Um, I wish I'd, um, you know, woken up and did it did it years ago. But uh, anybody who's considering doing it, like just weigh up the, the pros and cons. I, I do that now with everything in my life. I've got a list of what are the good, the benefits of doing this and what are the negatives and if the benefits outweigh the negatives um it's a no-brainer but if you've got you know as i said if you're uh, we talked about it before if you if you're a guy and you're having impotence issues or um you know if you're you know more more and more x's on your shirts mm. as you're buying them you're starting to get diabetes and blood pressure issues you know it's only going to get worse as you get older yeah so you know yeah do it while Really think if, about the quality of life. The, well, that's it. What, what what do you want your life to be? Do you want to be sitting on the sideline, or do you want to be a participant in your life? Um, that's that's really that that's where, the where key. I, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly key. it. That's the key. You know, like you you, got, you go out with the kids. Do you want to be sitting sitting down, not able to participate, or do you want to be there, active a, and active building because, those memories and connections? Well, that's it. I mean, because I'm a middle aged man now, so as you get older, you get other 
issues going on that are not related to weight. So, you know, if, while I've got the power to do something about it, yeah, health is key to keeping active, to to yeah, to having that quality of life. As well, that's, you're saying. That, yeah. that's it as well, and the and the fact that um, you know, as I said work, working in health, I know that the size I was, I was just a ticking time bomb. You mm. know, I could have had a major heart attack at any time. I could have had a stroke. Um, you know, so it's about longevity and being here to see my kids grow up and yeah, to make that change yeah, now, yeah, yeah, for the it. future. That's it. So what was it? Why did you choose Dr. Siva? What why? was, yeah, why? That, that, he's remembering he's going to be listening in. <laughs> oh, no, look, I, well, I work with Dr. Siva. Uh, yep. I, as we said before, I'm an anaesthetic technician, so uh, I've se- seen Dr. Siva work. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's he's an excellent, excellent surgeon. Um, so so there was, it was a no, no-brainer for me. I knew he did the procedures. I've seen what he does. You've seen um, his patients and things like well, that. Well, I've just yeah. seen his general. I mean, because they do it laparoscopically. Gotcha. Um, I, I've I've just seen you know the quality of his work, the care he takes um, when he when he when he works. So it was a no brainer for me. I've seen you know with all professions, you've got good good guys and guys who struggle to do the same job. And yeah, Steve yep. has always been, I believe, an excellent surgeon. So he was my first choice. I remember we mentioned, um, and I wanted to revisit that, which is any lapses that you found in your journey after recovery, any things that you found, little habits that you found yourself defaulting to that you picked up on? Uh, A couple of times I've eaten too much without without realising. Uh, but uh, you get that, oh, God. like yeah. That feeling that, straight that, away. That, that feeling. Mm. I remember one time, it was probably about six months after, and my wife and kids saw what happened and they were just li- lying down laughing because oh, I'm, no. I'm doing the <laughs> doing the gardening, yep. going to and fro, and I'd usually get a giant glass of iced water and put it in the back table. So when I finished mowing the front lawn, I'd go out the back and I'd take my water and I completely forgot it was like 40 degrees and mow the lawn and I grabbed this giant stein of iced water and I went knocked it back and then like realized it must have been funny to see because like my eyes just it just came funneling back out because it's oh just, no yeah I just went glug 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 didn't think about it and then too much has gone in and it's just like a, oh, a funnel no. there and then yeah my wife and kids were like just going you idiot <laughs> <laughs> so, so if that's the worst of it I think you're a, a couple of couple of times yeah you've, you've forgotten like you know yeah. and then you just go glug 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 and you go oh oh but the yeah. feedback's instant, so you it, can't, yeah. Yeah, it's instant. It was just like, oh, yeah, and then it, it just the water just came straight back out. So yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. But as I said, relapses. Um, no, I haven't really had any relapses that I would say, uh, as apart from a couple of times we've I've eaten too much. Yep. I think it was maybe eight months ago. It was my wife's um, birthday, and we stayed at the Crown, and we went to uh, one of those. What's it called? The atrium yep, for breakfast, yep. which is a buffet, buffet breakfast. Um, <laughs> All those like, Oh, my God. Yep, yeah. You know, I, I put too much on my plate. I was just going, oh, I have a bit of that, have a bit of that, have a bit of that, have a bit That's of that. That's the and worst. I've got this plate and I've gone, oh, didn't even <laughs> yep. get through a quarter of it. Yeah, so. yep, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it's those little things that we suddenly realise we just took for granted before and, and yeah. yeah, those changes. I mean, liking yep. food, it can, mm. it, it, a couple of times I've, you know, I never regret it, but a couple of times I've gone, oh. Yeah, there's 20 things there, and I want to try everything on there, but I really can only take probably five of them. Yeah, so, so well, that's good. It kind of prioritizes. Well, it does. Yeah. It does. It does. It yep. sort of breaks, breaks old habits. But so 
From everything you've said, I can't imagine that this question is relevant to you, but it is important to ask, are there any regrets that you have had or thinking that you, you know, any problems that you've had with the surgery? Or No. No. <laughs> it's just a flat um, no. <laughs> unless I still liked beer. Yep. Because I, I, I don't think, I don't, I, yeah, I can't, I can't drink it anymore. So yes. unless I still like beer, no. No. I, I, there wouldn't, there's no regrets. Only, only positives that I've had from That's it. amazing. Yeah. So. And I mean, you, you know, a lot of people that have had yep. surgery and things like that as well. Do you, I mean, you said that you're a pretty good case. Like, uh, what would, I remember you said this before we're on the podcast that you're a, a billboard. Oh for yeah. He's, he's, <laughs> see, he's Dr. Siva's joke before that I'm his uh, walking advertisement. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, and I, yeah. I can vouch for that. You're looking yeah. amazing. Thank yeah, you, yeah, 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 yeah. Good yeah. energy, good feeling, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think that's what it is at the end of the day. It's not so much how we look, it's how it makes us feel. Oh, that's right. It makes me feel it makes me feel really good. I've yeah. got more energy. I've got more positive outlook. I'm more confident. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, they're all the things that we all want to have regardless. That's, so, that's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. Amazing. That's is there any last words that well, you'd the, like to you, share? You were talking about the negatives. It's not really a negative, but having to do a complete new wardrobe probably about four times. <laughs> I don't think any female would complain about that. <laughs> cost me a fortune because I go and buy clothes when I'd lost, you know, 20, 30 yes. kilos and I'm going, oh, these are massive again, so I'll yep. buy more and, more, you know. Yeah. So now hopefully I'm at that thing. But, <laughs> yeah, I've spent uh, quite a lot on clothes. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> did you – now, this is a female question, but did you um, – did you go to more, let's say, cheaper clothing places knowing that you were losing weight or were you kind of so excited about the weight loss that you would go and buy an expensive suit or something like that? I was, I was excited. So I'd yep. just go and like, oh my God, I'm, I'm in an extra large now or a large or whatever, yep. whatever waist size I'd gotten down to. And my wife would be going, hang on a minute. <laughs> so yeah. she was the, yeah. the stable you know, one. You, you, yeah. We've just bought these pants that are yes, way too yes. big for you now, yep. three months ago. Um, so she said, just hold hold off a bit. So, but I own two suits now, which are which is yeah. I've never owned a suit before. So, oh right, yeah, okay. And I feel I feel good about you know yes. I, I feel good when I when you, you know, wear what it. I see when I look in the mirror when I put on something something Amazing. nice. So, yep. Yeah, it's, that's a big difference. And a suit always makes someone feel like a million bucks. So it's to just know that you feel able to wear it and confident to wear it, and yeah, that's an yeah, amazing. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Mm. Wonderful. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for sharing that story. It was such a pleasure to yeah. to hear that feedback and to hear it, you know, from a different perspective, obviously, from someone that's gone through the surgery rather than the person that's doing the surgery. So that's really lovely um, for you to share all that information. I'm glad you've been so comfortable sharing it with me. I really appreciate no, it's it. That's fine. Happy to do it. <laughs> awesome. Well, I hope our listeners have appreciated it as well. Um, if you have any questions, we'll have a little link for you guys at a website and that you can go through and even I believe the Facebook page you can go on there and chat or organize an appointment with Dr. Sivra yourself. Um, there's no obligation when you go to one of these appointments. You're literally just finding out all the information that you need. So thank you again to our listeners and to John Walker for chatting with us. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Cheers. That's it for this episode. Thank you for listening to Beyond the Knife, a bariatric surgery podcast from Perth Obesity Solutions. We hope this helped improve your understanding of weight loss surgery. For more information, visit our website on perthobesitysolutions.com.au where we have operative videos and patient information sheets that you can download. If you wish to see Dr. Siver, please call the rooms on 6313 
3772 or email info at perthobesitysolutions.com.au. 